0: <laughs> all
1: right anyway uh wh- why don't we get this thing rolling
0: everybody welcome back to you know the drill with Brandon and sam how are uh, you uh, us on hot on halloween so it's gonna be a nice not spooky <laughs> edition of the cast wait what What did you say about oh is, is today it, halloween today is actually halloween yeah
1: it's halloween okay i thought it was tomorrow for some reason which no, doesn't, it's, it's doesn't I, No, i food. i you know what I, okay, I forgot. Like, just when you like, basically, I think I forgot when I started, when I joined this. I think I knew before then, but somehow, joining our recording channel, that information left my
0: head. I mean, you know, that that's classic. You almost maybe Whatever. you should uh, be expanding your the memory of your brain.
1: <laughs> and on that note, yeah, that's a that's a good segue. Wait, wait a. Way to hammer in our, on our topic today. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it is actually that is very. I wasn't even thinking about that, but yeah. Our our topic.
0: Um, we're going we're going back into the world of science because you guys actually seem to enjoy our gene editing episode. Mm-hmm. It's in our our top almost in our top five, and uh, almost in our top five. So it's six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's six actually. I mean, it, what else? It keeps getting it, it flip flops between five and six all the time. Okay. At least until that, and our, that dreaded Starbucks episode came out. And just number one, what's what's wrong with you people? Why is that number one? <laughs> I mean, I, I do got to admit I, that is my proudest titling-wise. I clickbaited the hell out of that.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and also, also that was totally, if you couldn't, like if you listeners at home couldn't tell knowing us, that was 100% uh, a Ruts idea. It yeah. comes up to me. 100%. And then like, and then afterwards you message me and you're like, you were like, oh, I hate how much how well this is doing. I'm like, but this was
0: your idea. Like <laughs> I know. I wasn't planning on doing it though. It was more like, hey, we don't have a topic. So I'm like, well, this is topical. Let's do it, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, the food ones and uh that kind of like the food and drink ones do not aren't the most popular. Like you guys seem at least most to like films and our uh, like the mental health episode like those specialty ones mm-hmm. and so i'm like this this will be a kind of a filler episode is what i was thinking and as i was editing it i'm like i hate this i hate this i hate this like that is my least favorite episode and as soon as it came <laughs> out it literally surpassed everything else i went straight to number one and i'm just like you know, I mean, it's, bitches. <laughs> it's, it's, it is interesting
1: and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very, t- it's something that like people see Starbucks, they, it, Starbucks has a huge following. And so people are going to see that and they're gonna be like, oh, okay, let me take a look. Anyway, enough of that. Let's, let's not give that episode any more energy than we
0: need to. And let's move on to our topic today. So this one you brought to actually do my attention. I've seen the article pop up, in, uh, you know, up and around. But uh-huh. I've never actually dove into it. This and exact article or just like the subject? The, the subject itself. I think yeah. I think the only time I've seen this article is when you shared it with me.
1: And so this was something that like it was a probably like a random middle of the night thought. I was just thinking, like, oh, I wonder like I was very interested to know like what the actual storage capacity was of the human brain. Cause you have like we're we're so plugged in and we've got like, you know, everyone's going on like you know, first kilobytes was what you what you had to work with, and then megabytes was a big deal, then gigabytes, and now we're up to terabytes. and it's like
0: and I, mean, I, I wouldn't say we're fully up to terabytes just yet. Like yeah, you well, can buy a terabyte hard drive, but you know the most most people are just familiar up to gigabytes because you know our cell phones, I think this new standard as of 2021 is going to be uh, 128 gigabytes.
1: Oh, really? Well, and and it's interesting to see how that, you know, because, like, I think for me in general, as a lot of you probably know, like, I struggle with technology and not like... (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Not that it's hard to use. I I know how to use it very well. I just struggle to... I struggle to exist in a... I'm making that sound really dramatic, but, like, it... How do do I rephrase this?
0: Well, I I actually... um, I was listening to another podcast Uh and... One of the hosts said uh, something that actually I think put you almost like at least somewhat of your mindset in words, I guess you could say. Yeah. And it was our technological advancements have long surpassed our moral advancements, which is the problem Hmm. with the world. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know if
1: that's the cornerstone of – It's not the cornerstone,
0: but I was just like – But no, I – That screams Sam.
1: That is a good, yeah, that, that is kind of my issue with technology is I do feel like it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to quote two pop culture things. One, I, with great power comes great responsibility, which I, and I, <laughs> I actually used that in an essay when I was in, when I was uh, in, in high school and someone was making fun of me for it because they were you like, would, oh, you they would. Were, well, I didn't know that that was, I didn't know that that was actually originated from Spider-Man. I thought that was like an old saying. <laughs> but um, and also uh, just because we can doesn't mean we should or what whatever. Uh, that, that Jurassic oh,
0: Park to quote. To an extent. No, I mean,
1: it really I mean that, you know, I, I agree with that a lot. Like, you know, I, I think that technology, yes, it can be a useful tool. But I, th- I don't think humanity as, as a whole, when you look at it, like individuals, fine, yes, a lot of people can be responsible, but it's like the power exists. And you've got people who are going to be out there unchecked, who are going to be looking to explore the... I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about what this, what my speaking right now is going to be like for you editing. And again, you have to stop telling me that because it's going to get worse. (laughs) Um, Oh, believe
0: me. Your first, your first, you said, you know, three times. And I'm just like, oh my God. Just don't talk. It'll it'll get better if you don't bring it up. Uh, So, anyway, I don't. I just complained about
1: how much I hate to edit it. (laughs) uh, Whatever. There's going to be individuals who are going to explore the furthest reaches of technology without any concern for the consequences or repercussions that and you have to take that in consideration at the whole of humanity because those people are going to exist they're going to do it and that's going to have an effect on everybody and for me i think that's a problem but at my core i wish that i didn't live in a world in technology because and and this is the thing is is that i already i'm already deep in you know like i had i got my first I even hate talking about this. I got my first smartphone a little over a year ago. I held out for so long because I, like, I don't like them. I don't like what they do. I don't like what they stand for. And I never wanted one because I knew that once I would get one, I wouldn't be able to go back. And that's exactly what's happened. I don't think I'd be able to go back now. It's. It's. I've already seen too many conveniences and too many. It's easy to just look at that and say, oh, that's great. Why? What's the problem with that? I don't want it to be that easy. I don't want to have that convenience at the tip of my fingers because me as a human, as just, you know, I'm gonna say, of course I'm gonna gravitate towards that and be like, oh, I want to make life easier. That makes sense, right? But is that really the way we should be
0: living life? By No, because life without life without struggle is not worth living.
1: Exactly.
0: I, I think that's a, I think it's an interesting standpoint because you and I, even though mm-hmm. you know you're ancient compared to me. <laughs> and and you're
1: and you're a robot as well, let's not forget.
0: Exactly, we're we're part of the last generation, you know, that lived pre-internet, right? That's true, we're yeah. Like pre the technology boom of the early thousands. I so,
1: I had we we had internet fairly early,
0: uh, yeah, not but I su- mean, like but not like we didn't like basically crawl out of the womb and have no I you know no yeah yeah sorry today. You look at the the next two generations, you know, in front of us, and yeah they are they're basically born with smartphone in hand right like, yeah I, I i got a cell phone late i wouldn't say i got a smartphone late i was my first smartphone was probably mid-2000s give or take
1: um, well then but, i mean they came out oh unless you're talking about like blackberry but the iphone came out in like 2007
0: so first of all if we're talking iphone and on then it was, i didn't get the first iphone i had a.
1: You seem like a blackberry kind of guy,
0: I think I had a blackberry at some point, yeah. Um, I know I had a quick fire for a long time. mm hmm oh God, I kind of wish uh, I didn't buy that that um I think it was Motorola, and it was like their version of a sidekick almost yeah, and they got they got recalled, and I didn't know until I because I never got the I was young, I never got a notification that technology was recalled and. Yeah. It got recalled because if you put the USB charger in the wrong way, the device would catch fire.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, I know about which, which that, everyone so.
0: loved, which everyone loved because like ah, the quick fire catches fire. <laughs> oh, that's so. funny. Uh, of
1: course, yeah, that was actually they did that on purpose, but they're like, oh wait a second, maybe people won't find this a cute gimmick, and they were right. like, oh we've got to we've got to do something about this. People are people are catching on fire.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. but like I I think beyond that like i know i had the first i had the first galaxy in that line and then i think i i hopped to i was a windows phone guy Mm -hmm. that's the kind of person i was and i loved my my lumix it was great well let
1: me let me ask you two things because i'm kind of very interested in kind of talking a little bit about what i know i said kind of twice uh whatever so i i am very interested in in talking about what you brought up about like us being the last check because you're right First of all, when when did you get your first cell phone?
0: Um, mid teens.
1: Yeah, I got 14, mine when I was. 15. I got mine when I was fifteen, and for me, it's it's interesting because uh, I didn't want a cell phone at the time. I remember I was like, I don't need one.
0: Like I I had no interest. Yeah, I, in was, I was I was I was It was my my parents are like, I want to be able to you know make sure you're okay. So here's a cell phone in case you need know it. No, that. it's ex- it's exactly it. Like
1: you know, kids in school had cell phones, and I just. When I was like eight, I really wanted a landline phone. Of course, we only had one line. But well, because I went to a, a, a Spencer's Gifts and they had like this really cool Carmen Ghia style phone that I just really wanted. And I had to beg my parents for it and uh but anyway yeah so like at the time i was just like i don't need this like what am i gonna use it for like i you know i was like 15 i didn't have any friends so i was like yeah. uh i had like one or two friends i don't know and it's like what you know i use i just call people on the phone i commit phone numbers to memory i i write phone numbers down on uh rolodex cards and tape them to my wall that's that's
0: how it was back then uh <laughs> yeah i was like now could you realistically like let's say more than five people? Do you know their phone numbers by heart? No,
1: no, no. It, it, you that's know something what?
0: I'm proud that I still, I still know. Like, I know my parents, and I know, like, three of my friends. And Actually, okay, um,
1: I know, yeah, I do know my mother's number by memory. Um, oh, my mom doesn't know
0: mine, which is hilarious.
1: So yeah, I do I do remember both parents' numbers. Wait. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember, yeah, I remember, uh, I, you know what, I do remember more than five numbers, but they're not. All active numbers—they're not all numbers. Oh, still yes, no, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, like right, they're I from. Like activeness. Uh, see that I—I um, don't really because I don't, I don't pay make attention. phone calls though. I—I—I I, I avoid making phone calls at all costs. Well, you know That's that I'm doing
0: anxiety yeah. thing now.
1: Oh yeah, really? You know that doesn't. Anyway, we're we're getting way off track. So let me. Yeah. <laughs> so I got so yeah so I got my uh I got my phone at 15. So my parents just got it for me. I'm like okay whatever. I hated texting for the longest time. I actually up until like. Probably the last five years, like I, I kind of embraced texting before then, and I still don't love it. Before then, like I would kind of lie to people and just say, like, I, I, some friends I would just straight up say, "Don't text me, just call me." Sometimes I would well, have, that guy. Well, and then I, there was a period where I was lying to people and telling them I had limited text just to get them to not text me. <laughs> but anyway, so I got my phone, my cell phone at 15. I actually also uh, this is kind of a funny story to like uh I got I actually got busted in school once for bringing a cell phone with me. Can you imagine that now like now it's like teachers are texting their students their assignments like literally
0: especially right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, no exactly, but like yeah, uh in high school I brought my phone with me because uh I I needed to like my, my parents needed to pick me up and I needed to call them and so like the person who was subbing or whatever was away and i and i was asking like this question i was like and they're like here just call and like put your hood up and so like i called and like i had my hood up and i called them and let them know and then the teacher walked back in and he's like he's like hey put your phone away you can't you can't have that or something i don't know it wasn't like a big deal but (laughs) and then as far as internet we had internet like not super early but we had it earlier than you know we kind of had it early-ish we, I think we got hooked up with Internet in 96.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right here, too. Um, but again, r- roughly the, like the late 90s.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny, too, because we actually e- e-machine. We, we had uh, the opportunity to get a free e-machine because we had had the Internet for three years. Um, that, would,
0: that would have been a good deal back then. Well, my parents
1: got a Mac instead, believe it or not. They turned down a free computer for an Apple. I don't know why. It may uh, consumerism. It may have, anyway. I'm getting. Uh, yeah, so we
0: we strayed way off topic.
1: <laughs> so my my point is 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 that it is interesting. We we are. You're right. We're kind of like that final generation of between pre-internet and internet. And it's like again, we know,
0: we know the dark times.
1: <laughs> well, we had internet uh, like late '90s, but like it doesn't mean we were surfing the internet until like the early thousands, as you say.
0: Right. Um, right, right. Like we definitely were not. You know, using it as active as as we were, you know, as we do now. I mean, hell, you know, internet is in our daily lives. Like my apartment is wired to the internet. You know, at least half of it, at least.
1: I can't imagine. I I I genuinely don't know how. Like my internet was out today, and I was flipping out. I was like, "What the insert expletive here?" Because I think we're trying to keep this one. You know, (laughs) what what the what the heck is going on? But. I digress. See, but I yeah. have backups.
0: I just use my cell phone because I have unlimited hotspot data.
1: What, what? Oh, same, same. But it was just really bad. Anyway, no, but like, and I remember, it's funny because, uh, you know, doing research papers and stuff, like I remember, I have a memory of having to do a book report or a research paper and like getting books in the library when I was when I was young. And I remember crying because I was so upset about doing this.
0: I was like, I still prefer to go to a library if I want to research something, right? Especially something I'm really into. that's Um, cool. I'm still much of a hands-on kind of person that like, or what I'll do is I'll use the internet to research like a particular book and then I'll go to the library and sit there and thumb through it. You know what I mean? Instead of finding like a digital version. I got to use, you know, a few of those terabytes of my brain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, we'll get there, we'll get there. I just want to get back to one more thing. Is because I, I recently was watching Seinfeld, rewatching it, and that is that is such that is a such a time capsule of the '90s. But like, there was something very refreshing to me of seeing the slice of life of like the last era of a different time. Because really, the internet changed the world completely. It changed how we do everything, and then smartphones did that again. And, and to me, like, I really wish there's. I really do wish I was born a little bit earlier to where I, you know, I I grew up more, I wish I had more of the life skills that came before the internet, going out for the day, you can't be reached, you know, you've got to coordinate with people, you've got to know where, you know, you've got to have a better understanding of the areas, streets, things like that. You've got to, you know, check your answering machine, you've got, you know, you've got all these different steps, you know, life was so much different, you had to pull cash out of the ATM because you're not just going to ha- be able to... Uh...
0: That is one thing I, I do not miss. I hate handling cash.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I still did before all this, but... Uh, I, you know, I mean, just in general,
0: like I hate generally having cash in my wallet. I hate it. It's bulky. Realistically, no. it has no value. It's only but, you know, on a society level, we give it value. But I think, you know, I, th- I, I think having just in general...
1: Having to like, you know, there, there's something coo- there's something really cool to me about like people before the internet and the way they lived their daily lives and what they had to know and how they had to deal with stuff before. And I look up to that and I wish I was more part of that. And I am glad that like, you know, there was a part of my life that existed before the internet. I don't remember much about it.
0: You've wiped it from your your a terabytes of memory terabytes of memory
1: yeah all right so the the point is is i've always uh that line between humanity and machine and like what what makes us more boy you've really derailed me with that no you (laughs) you have really derailed me with that you know stuff because i can't stop thinking about it now you're you're just making it worse on yourself basically i look at people humanity the, the natural world, what, what makes us natural and versus the machine. And I had this thought about like, what is human memory capacity versus machines? Like what is, because I know the, you know, the, the, the human brain is a marvel and it's something that is, it's amazing because how far we've come technologically, we still haven't been able to recreate the complexity of the human brain. And I, and I find that fascinating. I, and I'm like, I look at that as like a win for humanity versus machinery. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking about this and I, and I was like, I wonder what, like, is it, I just wanted to see, like, what is the storage capacity of a human brain? And I looked it up like it was one of those things where I thought about it and then like it was in the back of my head for a while. And I was like, yeah, that's the thing that I wanted to look up. Memory yeah, it's, recall, it's, uh, it's
0: a, a shower thought turned
1: In reality, I guess. So I looked it up and I found this, you know, little quick article, and turns out it is really, really impressive. Which I'm not surprised. So according to this article, the memory capacity of a human brain is 2.5
0: petabytes. You know, isn't it? I, I I love the word petabytes. That's such a fun. The fun word to say. Petabyte. I didn't
1: think. I didn't think about it like that. So two point so, five petabytes. That is, which oh. is
0: uh, roughly two thousand five hundred terabytes.
1: Uh, according to this, it's it's one thousand twenty four terabytes.
0: No, yeah. no, no. A, no, okay. A petabyte.
1: Oh, yeah, a, petabyte. That's for a petabyte. So you're doing um, the actual math. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so what was it roughly twenty six hundred terabytes?
1: So it's like two point five million gigabytes. That's that's what the human brain. Can and and so like
0: so so realistically it's like two point five billion megabytes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 how many bytes? Do you want to break it down into bytes or kilobytes yeah. and then bytes?
0: Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I skipped kilobytes. Huh? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Like, dude, just so, to put it in perspective. The computer they sent out on the first Apollo mission only had sixty-four kilobytes of storage.
1: And again, according to this this article, that's uh, that's less than like a modern digital toaster, which I don't I don't understand that, but that's what it says. So, so I mean, yeah, that, to, that's to like me, the size
0: of like three, that's probably that's less than the size of a gift, I think.
1: I mean, personally, that speaks uh, that speaks more to the uh, lack of power the Apollo Eleven had. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, truth, truth. I mean, so <laughs> basically, let's hop on a toaster. And let's ride on up to space.
0: I'm down. I am so down. Can we at least make some avocado toast on the way? Oh my God, sure.
1: Um, Another thing in this article uh, cites something from Computer World that uh, Yahoo, I've had to train myself from saying Yahoo to Yahoo. Yahoo! Yeah. Has a specially built 2.0 petabyte data warehouse. And that is like the largest it's the largest database. That's still not the full capacity of one human brain. And this is doing, this is like, what it does is it analyzes the behavior of half a billion users monthly. So think about that. Like just think, and th- th- so like our brain, my brain, your brain, you, the listener, everybody who is listening, that is like 2.5 petabytes per person of memory, just in one person's head.
0: I I think that's amazing. amazing, and I love that. I love that. I I wish though that I mean maybe in the future will discover something different. Obviously, because the field uh-huh. of neuroscience is is continually growing and exploring. But I wish the human brain acted more like a computer, not, not in storage mm-hmm. reason. Like you could actually like let's say in two hundred years from now, someone dies and you need to. Total Recall, not Total Recall, um like Minority Report-ish, their memories. And you could, like, extract it somehow into yeah. a file and be able to play memories like that. I kind of wish it would organize it like that. Obviously, it doesn't, but I wish it did. Right, <laughs> right. A robot, beep, beep, beep. No, no,
1: totally. Yeah, so, like, it's basically... um So, basically, yeah, and, like, also... You know, with a computer, you can access well, I kinda like what you said, like if you're you know even even for uh on an individual level, like when you're trying to access a file on a computer, it's easy. You just click on it and it's there fully. Whereas the human brain, you've gotta like you've got all this information, but recalling it is not always easy.
0: Definitely not. Like I think I also attributes to the idea that, you know, we don't use hundred percent of our our brain ever.
1: Oh yeah, isn't it like they, they used to say what 10%? I don't know yeah, if that's... They used to
0: say I don't know if that's accurate anymore per se. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they so would say 10%.
1: How many gigabytes of our brain do we use then?
0: <laughs> Math. Someone figure that out and leave it in the comments.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you'll Not win you'll win you'll win an e-hug from us.
0: <laughs> Damn
1: right. So it's interesting too because I had a thought and then my, I, I forgot. Um,
0: I think I, I know like being able to enhance your brain through like recall abilities and processes Mm -hmm. is something that they teach in somewhat pseudoscience circles. I know a lot of genius, geniuses, right? Genius. That
1: that is actually, that should be like a nickname. Genius.
0: Genius. Those They're Genius with a hard T. Geniets. They're fine. They're genius they the geniets. they use the concept of mind palaces in order to better organize like their uh, knowledge so like hmm. you can realistically like take a step through your brain and you like mentally walk through your quote-unquote mind palace in order to find the information you're looking for to recall it that way i know that's again the science on that is iffy at best yeah but Uh, it's definitely interesting and I've tried to like, I've tried to use it and because I, you know, I've mentioned on this podcast before I am notoriously bad, not necessarily bad with memory, but my brain has a hard cutoff point. Oh yeah. Five to seven years. I'll give it 10 years, every decade or so. It's like,
1: well, you're not running out of storage space. That's for sure.
0: Or maybe I am. Who knows? Are you just? Are you maybe, just? Maybe it's region? just like, you know, you much yes. with a new user. Pa- you know, I needed to put in a new password to access the rest of it. Well,
1: so it's interesting. It, honestly, it makes sense that, and and I guess it kind of to me it's it kind of speaks to the vastness of existence, really. Because like I always look at the internet, and you just look at the, like the internet is is just so like ha- it, it is a universe unto itself oh easily i mean that's but then like you look at at the world we're in it's it, anyway i'm getting a little little out there i guess but like basically the human brain like it has to store the information of the and the entire universe because you all everything you're aware of everything is in your brain it's just an entire world Beyond world, be, like all this, it's so vast that all exists. All of reality exists in your brain, and that's—I don't know—I just—I think that's—you it, it, know—it makes sense, and it's—it's it's fascinating, and it's—it's it's, the, it's, the
0: human brain is a marvel, and I mean, for the longest time, like we—you know—we didn't understand anything about it, and that's where yeah. that's somewhere where I am thrilled that science has prevailed, you know. But do I might we, learn do more we, about my brain.
1: Do we still really know anything about
0: it? I mean, in the they grand scheme it, of things, didn't they, really, didn't they map the human genome in the last decade or two? Uh, I, I don't know if
1: they finished it or not, but I mean, does is that is, is that? But that's not the brain, though. That's like just genetics, isn't it? Which, just I mean, genetics,
0: but I mean, it, it's a similar. You know, they, they all work in tandem.
1: Well, I don't know. As I don't know, science, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just a, a, you know, I'm just
0: fascinated. I have, I want to get into, you know, I want to circle back into how, you know, how we don't use all of our brain power all the time. Mm -hmm. And I could better word that, but that's how I'm going to stick it. And we'll do it after we come back from from an ad break. You know,
1: I was, I was. Ads and
0: monies uh, and things. I was just about,
1: uh, just about to suggest we take a break. We are we're in the zone here.
0: All right, yeah, so we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody?
1: My name is Jeff, also known in the internet world as Jefferoth, inviting you Subscribe to my new podcast, The One-Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time. So pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games cast with me, Jeffiroth, on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now.
0: Okay. Right. Ugh. I'm refreshed. Those mm. ads, oh, yes, those ads refreshed me quite. Those refreshing
1: liquid death ads that we were playing.
0: Oh my God. I know if we need a sponsorship, hashtag non-spawn. Like you
1: know, we're your biggest fans. You've got to, you've got to give us that first, the first stab at a, a
0: sponsorship from you. <laughs> yes. Cause we have so much that we can contribute. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about the brain, the human brain is mm-hmm. a brilliant thing. Yeah. And it's also a common idea in science and in in like filmmaking and television, you know, that we don't use a hundred percent of our brain powered. Like I am right now by forgetting to put, turn this uh, stopwatch back on. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so the example I want to talk about today, and I think it's the most quote, I'm going to say realistic, but it's not at all. Like, it doesn't really exist, but I think if, if someone developed something like this, right, and it would mm-hmm. actually work, I think it's the most realistic depiction, is Limitless. Have you seen Limitless, Sam? Uh, movie, right? Movie and TV show. But movie. Mm-hmm. No. no. Which one came out first? Movie. Okay. No, I have not. Okay, well, From a filmmaking standpoint, you should watch it. It's got some very nice cinematography wise it's actually pretty pretty awesome Mm -hmm. but the idea behind it is this guy you know down and out uh give me an idea fantastically played by bradley cooper but the Mm -hmm. movie star uh, focuses on uh i don't remember his name off the top of my head but he's like a down and out you know author that you know has a book on the way that he needs to be writing but he has no ideas and He's just like a depressed, homeless-looking you know, guy in New York, right? Sounds like a Bradley Cooper role. It definitely sounds like a Bradley Cooper role. <laughs> and he meets a friend who has, he has not met for, you know, it's been years. And this friend's like, hey, basically goes, I have drugs for you to try. <laughs> and he goes and gets these drugs, and he leaves, uh, I don't remember where, like to go get coffee or something you know, after he got his first free hit, you know, you they you give it to him for free, so then they come back for more. That's dr- you know, drugs 101. one. Uh huh. And it comes to find out that his friend's dead and has been murdered. <laughs> oh wow! Because people are after these drugs, and what this drug does, it's called an uh, N-, Z- N Z T. Yeah, M N- Z T forty two. Is this your wreck? It, it is my. Uh, I'll wreck. I'm going to wreck the the whole thing. But I'm, this is part cool. of the actual conversation. Cool. Nz forty two or Nzt forty two that allows it opens up all the synapses in your brain, oh. all firing at once. So you basically start using your brain at one hundred percent. Wow! So like he's able to recall. Uh, there's there's an interesting scene where he like runs into his landlord, and he's able to recall like something he saw one time on the spine of a book. You know what I mean? And he's able to use wow. all of that. To like convince him that he's you know to pay rent later or some shit, and wow, yeah, it, that and obviously I gotta look like this my, yeah my 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 favorite thing about it is again, i like I said it's a it's a, in my opinion, it's a masterful of cinematography because it's all blue and like depressed when he's not on nzt right, yeah, and yeah. when. He's on it. Everything becomes light and more sepia tone, and everything's like cheery, and it's a very distinct like color swap palette. But after that movie came out, it was like around twenty ten, I think, like late two thousands. I mean, actually, I'm more interested about when that exactly came out.
1: Uh twenty eleven.
0: Twenty eleven. Perfect. No, it, it's 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 so good. I love it. But it it came across like it came out, and all these people are like how can I get this drug? Is this drug real? You know what I mean? And obviously yeah. it's not, it's a, it's a movie, it's a movie prop, right? But this, right. this spurred scientists into thinking, or not necessarily scientists, but more like pharmaceutical companies into thinking, could we, they develop this kind of drug. Mm-hmm. And it's not obviously like hundred percent science, but, there is a category of sub- substances, yeah, substances <laughs> that do this kind of thing. They're called nootropics. Okay. Huh. And it's got, it says, you know, there's a ton of nootropics that actually work with uh, reams of scientific evidence to prove it. Wow. And for example, the biggest one is called modafinil. Mm hmm. It offers lots of benefits for people looking to improve cognition and focus, and if you want to work smarter and get more productive, Modan... I hate that word. Modafinil uh, can help you. It's like NCT 42, 48. Uh, I've been saying 42 this whole time. It's 48, Uh, but obviously not full. A a quick example of what the drug is. Uh, Modafinil is a pharmaceutical drug and a prescription medication. It is a euguric you go not no, sure, meaning that is used to enhance wakefulness. It was developed in France in the 1970s and is primarily used to treat sleepiness due to sleep disorders like narcolepsy, sleep apnea, and shift work sleep disorder. It's proven to be a very effective treatment for sleep disorders and continues to be widely prescribed for those uses. In 2017, there were over 900,000 prescriptions for it in the United States alone.
1: Really? Huh. Yeah. Um, I, should, I should look into this actually. That sounds pretty good.
0: So, so here we go. It says, that, however, people noticed that modafinil resulted in a bunch of other benefits over and above wakefulness. It began to be used to increase performance in a number of contexts. Militaries around the world have used it to boost the performance of military personnel, including special ops units. Astronauts use it on the ISS when they have to deal with disruptions in the quality of their sleep. CEOs and startup executives have called it the entrepreneur's drug of choice and used it to work 20-hour days. Wow. Security traders on Wall Street use it to fuel themselves through their adrenaline-filled day, calling it Viagra for the brain. <laughs> so it's, it's even banned from a number of sporting leagues because it can give athletes a performance edge. So, is there like any drawbacks? What, what is what is this called again? Modafinil.
1: Modafinil with an F.
0: M O D A F I N I L. Okay. And of course, and of course, there's of course there's drawbacks like. And I'm, I'm like I'm reading what yeah. those, like, you know, main website, and yeah. obviously they're not saying, you know, they're just saying it's not a stimulant. So this this is what it says: little to no side effects. Obviously, you know, I'm not recommending you go out there and take drugs and to enhance your brain. If right. we could, that'd be a different story. Yeah. You know, but
1: this just makes this is like the key to becoming a superhuman.
0: It's like, sure, there are virtually every other drug on the market. You'll find a list of side effects on a bunch of online websites. Some of these include headaches, nausea, dizziness, diarrhea, fever, rest, uh, restlessness, and anxiety. Um, Ooh, all my favorites. Right? We already have a ton. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and this, this I don't believe, because again, this is also from the pharmaceutical company itself. No addiction issues. Yeah, I doubt that. Hmm. I definitely doubt that. But, yeah, that concept that we don't use 100% of our brain has fueled you know, scientists and filmmakers alike for decades now. And it's, it's intriguing because I don't agree with the deal. Yeah, you know, the brain is a marvelous piece of human machinery. Mm-hmm. But, like, like Lucy, I think Lucy is a good example with ScarJo um, and I think Sam Jackson if I remember correctly. She uses, she's able to use 100% of her brain and she becomes a sentient god. No. That obviously isn't going to happen. That's, yeah. We don't know what would happen. I feel like if all of our synapses were firing at once, it'd be like an overdose on brain chemicals. we just die yeah that makes sense it's like
1: you know probably i mean the brain i'm sure functions the way it's supposed to there there's probably a reason like that's that's you know working at 100% that'd be working at full capacity be like that'd probably be like bl- you'd blowing a, a computer if you maxed it out and it's yeah know, using,
0: using drugs like modafinil just like overclocking everything
1: maybe it's not such a good idea after all i don't know got to look into that
0: no it's i think it's more interesting to explore the idea in a medium where it doesn't necessarily affect real life, but I'm all for like films and media trying to explore this idea, especially if they have like a science of work.
1: It's a good idea for storytelling.
0: Yeah. 100%.
1: Hmm.
0: I think there are some mysteries of the brain that should be left as mysteries.
1: I think there are some mysteries. There are lots of mysteries in general that should be left mysteries. I think that is humanity's folly, if you ask me. But
0: I don't know. Humanity, as an, uh, the, uh, on the grand scale, we've done thing, a lot of things that we, you know, as individuals, probably don't agree with. But at the same time, scientific progress needs to be made. Boy, way to be broad. I know, right? I mean,
1: I mean that's obviously I've had my fair share of broad statements, so this is a very broad episode.
0: Let me, let me be perfectly broad. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And so for a quick rec, since I've already talked about it a little bit, if you haven't seen Limitless, go watch it. I want to see it now. Bradley Cooper's fantastic. Um, it's on Netflix. Maybe not the movie. The TV show, uh, I actually recommend as well. I don't remember exactly who's in it, but it was on the CW for a season. Like, hmm. And it got a full, I think, 20 episodes, if I remember right. What I appreciate about it is the TV show is in the same universe as the movie. Cool. And Bradley Cooper re- uh, reprises his role. He's oh, that is the, cool. the TV show. Not obviously as like he's not the main character because the main character it's a more of a at least for the filler episodes more of a crime of the week kind of show.
1: So Uh, is it uh oh wait so you mean that the main character changes from episode to episode? No,
0: so the main character the the main character is it has a very similar start right to Mm -hmm. to the film. He discovers all he has these access to these drugs and like he doesn't really have Major side effects to it, so that he's able to use it, you know, basically without dying because a lot of people die and they can easily overdose to it. Mm-hmm. And so, he through various mishaps, he gets in contact, he ends up getting paired up with this FBI agent. And so, they have like this specific team, right, of like mm-hmm. pe- the, the people who are on this drug. Um, oh God. They're like the task force, you know. They're the right. It, they're the big guns, and so it's a very much a crime of the week when it gets to there. But the overarching story does feature Bradley Cooper. I think he's as the antagonist, kind of. He's kind of evil in it. Hmm. Uh, it I think honestly, it's actually really topical now because through the move, through the movie and the TV show, you follow. Bradley Cooper's character, eventually he, like, runs for office, right? And, okay. Uh, because he's able to figure out, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but he's able to figure out a way around the side effects of the drug. Oh, okay. And, um, So the TV show, he's not in it. For, like they It's their framing device, right? He's not in it in every episode because, one, I mean, obviously he's um, – at this point, this was after – I believe after, after maybe like right near Star is Born. So he is like the hot actor, A-list actor that, you know, costs millions of dollars to be in a project. Um, I, think, I think Star
1: is Born is actually way more recent than that. And also I think he was pretty big. Yeah, Star is Born was 2018. He was already at, at no, I'm talking. I,
0: no, I'm talking uh, the TV show now. Oh right, right. The T V show. Okay, yeah, the T V show is much recent. It's like in the last year or two, I think. Two maybe two oh, or three
1: years. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. So it's not a
1: situation, it's not like a Star Trek Deep Space Nine situation where John Lu Picard is only in the first episode to sort of pass the torch. It's... Yeah, no, no, no. He
0: he actually he features in it. He's 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 very much like the quote unquote pseudo antagonist behind the scenes, right? You like how I worked in? Uh... I did, I did, and I hate you for it. That's why I wasn't acknowledging it. <laughs> and it, it's 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 interesting because it does continue. Like he doesn't just he isn't just there because oh, it's his main role is in the movie, right? Right. It it continues his story through fragments from mm-hmm. the film, which I think is interesting. Okay. So I recommend it heavily. Go watch it. It's a thrill. Especially if you like if you like Crime of the Week, you're gonna love it. I really wish it uh you got more than one season, but and I think if I remember correctly the season of finality The, finality, the season finality is pretty bad. <laughs> I just can't oh, talk about right. it. I'm not accessing, you know, any of those petal, uh, petabytes of my fra- of my brain.
1: None. You're you're not only accessing the gigabytes, none. not the not the petabytes. I, I'm down to kilobytes at this point. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah i that's that's my rec for the week
1: i um, just want to say that that joke really bites
0: oh god die just go die <laughs> oh god. okay so yes go watch the movie i think i re- the movie is much better than the than the tv show but if you if you're hooked up by the idea of the movie go watch the tv show it's it, it is a fun time yeah,
1: I got to see that. I also really want to see Grave of the Fireflies. I forgot that that was on my list.
0: Oh my God, Grave of the Fireflies. Is that streaming anywhere? Can I... It's so good. Um, No, but I can look for it. I even I even have it on
1: DVD. Is that, uh, is that streaming on Shudder? I got uh... Uh, to... It's, it's
0: not a horror movie. I know, I'm just... Grave of the Fireflies, yes, also. Yes, I will tell you that it is the... It is my favorite anime film. Mm-hmm. And it's the only one that will make me cry every time I watch it. Okay. Yeah, I'll hashtag have to sad hashtag major sad. I'll have to give that a, a look see. And I think it's funny because I think it actually is a it's a Studio Ghibli project. Not a, Mia, uh, a Miyazaki film, but I, if I remember correctly, it's still Studio Ghibli. Okay. All, All right. right. Cool. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, make sure you follow us on socials. We've got social handles in the description. Probably if I can go find them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if if not for some reason, we also have socials for um, Modern Neon Media, and that's Modern Neon Media on all platforms. As yeah. well as uh, you can follow me on at Sydney or the links will just be in the description. Just go down there, and,
1: and, and we have we have a a, a Twitter page that needs yeah, I, I,
0: needs some that love. That's, that's the first one that I got, man. <laughs> the podcast has socials: Twitter and Instagram.
1: Oh, okay. It's um, it's what what is
0: it? It's at. They'll something. be in the description. Okay. They'll be in the description. I'll go pull them. And cool. We also have Discord. Feel free to come and join in on our Discord, where we're it's actually it's getting lively in here. So, no. no it's not, yeah, it's picking up. It's picking up. That's right. We have all the things. It's our the the electric boogaloo. Try and try and join and find us, or yeah. just use the link in the description because
1: if you dare, there's my Halloween, <laughs> my <laughs> Halloween contribu- contribution. It's so
0: spooky. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, make sure you, if you're on a platform where you can give us a rating, drop us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. This is always a plus. Yeah. And make sure you like and share the show and help us grow, you know? Yeah. You know you want to. You know, you want to. It's free. It's not like, it doesn't cost you anything. So just, you know, throw a couple stars our way and, you know, enjoy the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye.